This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Bruchem Abayim. Welcome everyone to our second shir of Seder Bamidbar. Good to see everybody. The Shirman Sefer Bamidbar are sponsored by our dear friend, Rabbi Isaac Yoselovsky, Lili Nishmas' father, Rabbi Shabsi, Ben Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac, Shalma Shavel Aliyah, the Zchus of the Learning, should bring an Eloi to his Neshama, for his home mishpacha, for Simchas Anachas, Pesuras Toivos, Parnasa, Abiyas Gal Tzedek, and also sponsored by the Zakaim family, Dr. Zakaim, Mishpachta, Le'iloi Nishmas of Shloima, Eliezer Ben Harav Yaakov Zakaim, is the Shom Meshav and Aliyah, Shemayel for his home mishpacha, Abiyas Gal Tzedek, and tonight's shir is sponsored by my dear friend, Dr. Ruvain Fatakov, as Chutzufur Shalema for his mother, Nina Panina Bas Ogol, Shavrufur Shalema, Bekarayv, Besar Shachal Yisrael. Okay, Parshas Nasai. Now, Parshas Nasai, it's uh, not an easy parsha to say Shiran because uh, it usually comes out right after Shavuos and you have about uh, 12 and a half hours to come up with something. But um, one interesting principle that is always very compelling to me. And I was thinking one day we have to have a safer just on this subject, that when a, a Parsha comes out at a certain time, it's not coincidental, the Parsha is always related to the Zman of the year. Now we know that's for sure true regarding a few Parshas of the year. For example, the Gemara Megillah says that Ezra was Masakin, that before Shavuos we should lay in the, the Teichacha of Kisavai, and before Rosh Hashanah, we shall lay in the Teichacha, uh, before Shavuos, we shall lay in the Teichacha of the Chukaisai, and before Rosh Hashanah, we shall lay in the Teichacha of Kisavai. And basically, that's all. Those are the only two linchpins of the Seder Parshiyas. The Chukaisai before Shavuos, and Kisavai before Rosh Hashanah. The other Parshiyas come, they come out when they may. Nevertheless, the Shla Kadosh teaches us the following Yisoyed. He says this in Parshiyas, Vayeshav Miketzav Ayigash, he says, Lakol Zman Veis. There's a time for everything. Mm-hmm. Certainly, the cycle of the Yom Tovim of the whole year. Behold, they are the Moyadim of Hashem. They're all connected to the Parsha that's linked on that time. So that we know, we always look in, let's say, Parshas Miketz. Is there a remez to Chanukah? We try to find Ramazim to Purim in Parshas Tetzaveh. We try to find connections to Pesach in Tzav or Shmini. We, we try to find connections to Shavuos in Bamidbar. So it struck me then that there must be a very compelling reason that the Parsha that is always read in the aftermath of Shavuos is Parshas Nasai. So uh, interestingly... I once saw in a sefer from uh, Rav Melech Biederman. I'm not a big sheet guy. I don't read sheets. I wait till uh, I need books. But I saw in his sefer that Parshas Nasai comes out after Shavuos. You know why, Sammy? What's the biggest parsha in the Torah? Parshas Nasai, right? Parshas Nasai is the biggest parsha in the Torah. Why? Because after Shavuos, we we just had Kabbalah Torah. God has to give us uh, the biggest package of Torah, which is Parshas Nasai. So it, it it comes out. Um, appropriately, that Parshas Nasai comes out in the aftermath of um, 
parsha of the Yom Tif of Shavuos. But I'd like to try to explore perhaps a new approach. Why is Nasai the parsha that we read in the immediate aftermath of the Yom Tif of Shavuos? So let's talk a little bit about a Nazir. Raise your hand if you're a Nazir. Okay, just checking. But even if you're not a Nazir, it's still worthwhile to learn about. Um, what does the word Nazir mean? I don't know, he's a guy who doesn't take a haircut and he doesn't drink wine. And he doesn't become Tameh. So, what is the, what's the root of the word Nazir? So, the Pasuk says, Parak Vav Pasuk Zayin, look at number two, La'aviv u'le'imai, la'achiv u'le'achaisai, to his father, to his mother, to his brother, to his sister, lo'yitamalahem, he cannot contaminate himself b'moysam. So, it's very striking halacha. Because even a coin is allowed to be matami to a relative. But a nazar cannot. So that means a nazar is not just like a coin. A nazar is like a coin gadol. Which is here, the guy, he was born a, a regular Yisrael. He could go to Leviathan all day long. He could get a job as a rabbi. You know, a rabbi could get a full-time job speaking at Leviathan. You know, they're, they're rabbanim like that. That's what they do. They, uh, they're Leviathan hoppers. You know? And it's, a, it's not a bad parnasa. You speak, you bury... You speak, you bury, you, some pi- rabbis are just signed up with the funeral home, you know. They get first dibs. But um, you can't do that if you're a kayin. And uh, But, but uh, a kayin could be matame to a relative. But a kayin gadol cannot. A nazar seems to have the status of a kayin gadol. And then the Torah gives us a little clue. What is a nazar? Ki nezer eloikav al the crown of God is on his head. So it would seem, possibly, that the word Nazir comes from the word Nazar, crown. So now what? Nazir is a king? How, what does crown got to do with Nazir? So the Ibn Ezra, by the way, um, the Ibn Ezra discusses this. And the Ibn Ezra says that the word Nazir, if you look at number 5, Megazeras Nazar. The word Nazir comes from the root Nazar, Vihaid. The proof is, Ki nezer So this is a Yeshayman. There's such an opinion that some say the name Nazir comes from Nazir crown. So what do we say about this? Says Ibn Ezra, It's not crazy. It's not far-fetched. Why? Da! You should know. Ki kol b'nei adam avdei tavois ha'olam. All people are slaves. Who are they enslaved to? You hear this? Most people are slaves. So I know you're shaking your head, but who are they enslaved to? Don't 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 answer anything that you would regret being on the on the uh, screen. But most people, who are they slaves to? What? Right. But you know your boss, someone in your family, without mentioning any names. Right. Everybody is a slave. But the um, the Benezo says, like Rabbi Yaakov said, everyone is enslaved to their taiva. People are enslaved to their desires, to their uh, habits, to their passions, to, to uh, things that they want. Many people are enslaved to their telephone. You know, uh, the studies are people spend hours and hours on the phone a day. So everybody is enslaved to something. 
However, says Ibn Ezra, the true king, who has a crown, and the wreath of royalty on his head, someone who's free from desire, he's a true king. In other words, most people in this world are enslaved to their desires. People are enslaved to food, people are enslaved to clothing, people are enslaved to pleasure, people are enslaved to money, people are enslaved to peer pressure. And the true Melech is someone who's able to curb their desire. So the Nazir has a crown on his head. What's the crown? The crown is the ability to break the shackles of wine, the shackles of taiva. That is why the Nazir is called a Nazir, a Lashon of Nazir, a Lashon of a crown. Now, this is very interesting. If you look in the parasha, juxtaposed to the parasha of Nazir is the parasha of Saita. What's a Saita? A woman is unfaithful to her husband, so the uh, husband warns her, and he's suspicious of her behavior, so they bring her to the Beis HaMikdash, and they defile her publicly, they uncover her hair, they rip her clothing, and if somebody witnesses this, it could be very provocative, it could be very evocative, it could, be, it could elicit taiva. If somebody sees the, the, the soita in her state of degradation, it could be ma'ayra, a person's taiva. Here, he sees the woman in a very unkempt and unimmodest way. It could arouse his desires. So Chazal say famously, Rashi says, Lama nismacha parshas nazir la parshas soita. What's the connection between the parsha of nazir and the parsha of soita? Says Rashi, Shekal haroya soita bekilkula. Anyone who sees a soita in her state of degradation, yazir atzmai minayayin. Should make a nether to refrain from wine. Here a person sees a woman in that kind of state, it could arouse his desire, so we need to, the guy needs to keep himself in check. From now on, he's not going near wine. Wine, we know, draws a person to promiscuity, to lewd behavior, so we say, look pal, you're in danger now, you are exposed, you need to take, make gedorim, be mazer atzmai minayayin, because Yayin brings to Arayos, and Rashi is citing the Gemara and Brachos, Andaf Samach Gimel, that Haroya Soita Bekokula Yazir Atzmai Minayayin. Yeah, I'm sure you heard that a million times. You're probably thinking, come on, what's he going to do tonight? Yazir Atzmai Minayayin. So we want to say a new pshat, a novel pshat. Haroya Soita Bekokula, one who sees the Soita in her state of defilement, Yazer So one thing that Ibn Ezra teaches us is that the Nazir rises to the state of being a Melech, a king. Who's he a king over? His boss is bossing him around. His wife is bossing him around. His mother-in-law is bossing him around. He, he's not a king over anybody. He has no control. So who's a king? But he's a king over his desire. He's able to curb his need for... Wine. So in that sense, he becomes a melech. Very interesting. The Nazir becomes a melech. What is Malchus? The Mishnah Perkei says that the Luchais were Masei Eloikim, Charos Allah. Luchais, Chazal say, Al Tikri Charos Ela Cheros. That Ein Lacha Ben Chayren Elami She Loimed Shaisek B'Tayra. Someone is not truly free unless they are involved in Tayra. You say just the opposite. Someone who's involved in Torah is uh, his life is so um, 
curbed. His life is so disciplined. He's in jail. He has to learn. He has to learn. He's always under pressure. No, just the opposite. Someone who's not involved in learning because he's enslaved. He's enslaved to the New York Yankees. He's enslaved to... I don't know, that's about all you have in New York. Um, whatever, other, there are other, nonsense, other nonsensical things that a person could be involved in. So somebody who's not involved in learning, he's enslaved to the pleasures, the desires, the nonsenses, the leisure, the leisure of, that this world has to offer. Someone who's able to overcome all the temptations, he is truly free. So that is why Chazal say, the Gemara in Gittin says, what are Chachamim called? What are Tamid Chachamim called? They're called kings. Why are they called kings? They don't have a throne. They don't have a, a robe. They don't have a crown. They don't have any money even. So why are Tamid Chachamim called kings? That's the Gemara in Gittin. Take a look at number 7. Amrulei minalacha. The Rabbanon ikri melachim. How do we know the Rabbanon are called kings? Amar lehu dechsev bi melachim yimleichu. In me, through the Torah, kings will reign. So there's an idea that Tamir chachamim are called melachim. Why? Because they're able to dominate their taiva, their desire, and overcome, and truly pursue what they want to. And they're not bogged down, they're not tied down. And the Gemara in Shabbos says further, not only are Tamil Chachamim called kings, but Amar Abaye, Reb Shim Gamliel, Reb Shimon, Reb Yishmael, Reb Yakiva, Kulu, Sviru, they all hold, Kol Yisrael B'nai Malachim. There's a certain royalty that all Jews possess, and that is a Jew is able to overcome their taiva. That is uh, part of being a Jew. That's one of the reasons for Mila. Why does a person have a Mila? Mila minimizes taiva, and it puts a person on the track in life to be a melech, to have discipline, and to free oneself from all the things that shackle him. So the first thing we need to know is that a Nazir is virtually a king. What kind of king? Who does he rule over? He rules over his taiva. Next, many people have the following subconscious pet peeve. And that is, every time they hear, Ya'amoyed, ploinib and ploiniyakoyen, boshanamayzavikdushasai. And you think, what in the world is that guy getting the first aliyah for? Every single week? He, what did he do? What, what? He, can't, he doesn't even crack open a sefer. The guy, he can't even read Hebrew. And uh, if not for the fact that his mother was Jewish, they wouldn't even let him into the building. Well, what, what is this thing with the koyen? It's, it's like nepotism, it's not fear. What, Judaism is bad? Oh, he was born, uh, his father was a Koyen, so, so he gets the first Ali, and he gets to bench first, and he gets uh, money when other people have children, you have to pay him off to get your kid back? Well, what is this guy? I mean, uh, I thought, this, this, you call this meritocracy? This is, uh, this is uh, nepotism. What kind of institution is kahuna? So one may think the whole Judaism is dominated by this type of thing, you know. You're born into it. Everyone's born into it. Well, so the Al-Sheikh HaKadosh says, sorry, I, I think I presented that notion a little bit too strongly, but the Al-Sheikh HaKadosh says that that is the function of the Nazir. Lest a person think that all holiness and greatness in Avodah Hashem and Judaism is, you're born into it, and if your father's a Kayin, you're set. You're set for life. And if your father is Yisrael, then you have to become, I don't know what, 
a garbage man or something. No, says the Torah that actually in Judaism, your personal choices and your free will and your Bechira is much more vital to your standing than who your parents are, than what you were born into. Because we have two people in Klal Yisrael. You have a Koyen and you have a Nazir. A Koyen is now to be Matame, but he could be Matame to his father and his mother and his sister and his brother. So he's not that holy, because when you're born into it, it's not really full-fledged Kedusha. But the Nazir, who through his own volition, through his own free choice, decides there's a certain pleasure in life, and for the sake of God, and to keep away from taiva, and to keep myself in check, I'm going to avoid wine for the sake of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He is not just like a Koyin, he's literally like who? Koyin Gadol. He can't be Matame to a relative. He can't be Matame to anybody. Furthermore, says the Alshech, the Kedusha of the Koyin Gadol and the Koyin is different than the Kedusha of the Nazir. The Kedusha of the Koyin, the Pasuk says, Ki Nezer, you know what the crown of the Koyin is? Ki Nezer, Shemen, Mishchas, Eloikav, His crown is the oil. Oil. Oil is external. It's superimposed. It's on the outside. It's not inherent to his essence. So the crown of the Koyin is coming from outside of him. But the crown of the Nazir, it's an inherent crown. What's the crown? He is clinging. He's Mizdabeg Ta'akadosh Baruch So it's an essential. It's an inherent crown. So his greatness is much more part and parcel of his essence than the greatness of a Koyen, who his greatness is Kinezer, Shemen, Mishras, Elikov, Allah. So now we're learning that not only is the Nazir a Melech, he's also like a Koyen Gadol. Not bad. He's got a lot going for him. This guy has a lot going for him. He just stopped drinking, you know, Joyvin, and all of a sudden, the guy's a, a Melech, he has Nezer Lekavarosha, he's dominating his taiva. He's a Koyen, he can't be Matame to Mesim, even more than a regular Koyen. And his crown is more elevated than that of a Koyen Godo. The Koyen Godo's crown is Ki Nezer Shemen Mishchas Aleikavalov. It's an external crown, and this guy's crown is inherent and part and parcel of his reality. So far, is so it good, Ellie? You're good? Okay. Ellie gives one thumbs up. Maybe one will get two thumbs up from Okay. Um, the Rambam says, Bob raised his hand. Okay, good to know. Um, the Rambam writes in the end of Hilcha Shemitah V'yoyvel. The uh, Rambam says, not only Shevet Levi is considered Koidesh HaKadoshim, but any Jew whose heart compels him, and his heart generously motivates him to separate and to stand before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to serve Hashem, and to walk straight the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu made us, to throw off the cast of the various calculations that people pursue, this individual is Neskadesh Kodesh Kodashim. In other words, another, another interesting thing. And that is, don't think, you know, the only Jew in, in Klal Yisrael whose Kodesh Kodashim is a Kohen Gadol. And nobody else could ever reach that Madrega. No. Anybody who says all the nonsense of the world, I'm not interested, I'm going to be solely single-mindedly focused on what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from me, 
the Rambam says the person elevates themselves to the status of Kodesh HaKadoshem. So again, let nobody think that there's some kind of the Iker, Kedusha, and Klal Yisrael are this, is, this, is an institution that you have to be born into, and anyone who's not born into the clan, if you're not part of the priestly clan, then you're just an ordinary person. No, that Kedusha that's available to Kohanim is available to any individual through a focus on Avodah Hashem, anyone could be elevated to that status. And that is the status of the Nazar. The Nazar, the Nazar then is a Melech, and then the Nazar is like a Kohen Gadol. You know what else the Nazar is like? The Nazar doesn't drink wine. The Shlach HaKadosh. By the way, we just read Megillah Sros. Megillah Sros has how many Psukim? 84. Very good, 85 Psukim. 85 seconds. How many, every single Pasuk in Rus begins with the letter? Vav. Very good. Ira, you, you said Vav? Okay. And Rav Shraga said a Vav. Every Pasuk begins with a Vav, except for eight Pasukim. The Roy Kach says, why? Because uh, Rus joined the club. A, what's the club? Mila, the bris, with a kodesh baruch. The chidah brings down from the mikubalim that the eight psukim that don't begin with a vav start with aleph, beis, resh, hey, mem, Abraham, beis, aleph, lamed, ben. Excuse me. Start again. Start cut. The eight psukim that don't begin with a with a vav start with yud. Shin, Ayin, Yud, Hey, Yeshaya, Bez Aleph Lamed, Ben Avraham Halevi. Who's that? The Shla. Why? Because when the Shla moved to the Holy Land, he became the Gilgal of Rus. That's what the Chida brings down. Obviously, right? So the, the, the 85 Sukkim in Rus all begin with the letter Vav, except for 8. Yud Shin Ayin Yud Hey Beis Aleph Lamed Yeshaya Ben Abraham Halevi The Shla was the Gogol of Rus. I once saw in this in Rav Moshe Wolfson's Sefer Tzioin VeAreha. So it means the Shla had connection to Mashiach. So where's the Shla buried? In my favorite city, Tveria. That's where the Shla is in Tveria with Rameir, obviously, because that's you know that's where Mashiach is coming. So what, is, what does the Shla have to do with Mashiach? He's, he's Rus, he's Ima Shomalchus. What they actually, the Lashon Lechida is Nisaber Boy Nishmas Rus. So it's a little bit different than a Gilgal. It means he had a connection to that Nishama. Okay, fine. That's just like a side point, a tidbit. You say, I don't know what he's talking about. You don't have to. Let's go back to the regularly scheduled Shear. Yeah? Daniel Goldman, you're good with that? I don't know. Bob still has his hand raised. I can't take any questions right now. But um, the Shlot says like this. Wine. The, someone who sees a soita bekokula should refrain from wine. Why wine? Because there's a man by the name of Adam Rishon. Right? And Adam Rishon ate from the forbidden fruit. What was the forbidden fruit? Different opinions. Some say chita. Some say te'ena. Some say esroig. Bez Hashem, we're working now on the Sefer on Bereshis, um for the upcoming Zman. So we're now on a, on a piece. 
what was the fruit of Adam Arishain? However, tonight's shir is going to go with the opinion that the fruit of Adam Arishain was a gefen. It was a grape. In fact, there are those who say that Adam Arishain was supposed to drink from that grape. He was supposed to make Kiddush. The only thing is, he drank from the grape before Shabbos. So, if he would have waited, then he would have been able to make Kiddush on the wine, and then then everything would have been hunky-dory, but he made an early Shabbos, so to speak. He drank the wine prematurely. Anyway, the sin of Adam was he partook of Anovim. That was the Yayin HaMeshumar. Who gave him the wine? She did. Ha'isha shernasate imadi hinasnali. She poured him the wine. Therefore, what does it say by the Nazir? The crown of God is on his head, similar to what it says by a Koyen. Ki nezer shemen mishchas alikav alav. A Nazir is like a Koyen who is not metame lames, but he's greater than the Nazir. The greater than the Koyen. The Koyen is only zoicha to a crown through the Shemin Mishcha. The Nazar has the crown of God directly on his head. Now turn over. Says the Shla Kadosh. What does the word Yafli mean? Yafli means covered over. Nelam. If Adam Arishon didn't sin, then his body would have been Kosnois R with an Aleph. BJ, how did you know to come this year? That's your, that's your the Kosnois R, right? with the Aleph, that had Adam not sinned, then his body would have been his cloak, his body would have been his garb. How? His body would have been illuminating, it would have been shining, that would have been his garb, Kasnaisar with an Aleph. By the way, in whose Sefer Torah does it still say Kasnaisar with an Aleph? Rameir, obviously, right? Rameir Sefer Torah, it still says that. But had Adam Arisha not sinned, it, his, his garb, his clothing would have been Kasnaisar with an Aleph. When it became with an ayin, he became a czar. Listen to this. So long as his body was illuminating, that was his big day kuhuna, he was put in Gan Eden l'avda u'l'shamra, to do the avoida. Right? But what, was, what would have been his big day kuhuna? His skin. His skin would have been light. So that would have been his big day kuhuna. When he sinned, his body became physical, corporeal. It was not kusnesar with an aleph. He was now... Nimshal kebehemois, he became Kosnasar with an ayin. Now he can't do the avoida anymore. The concept of being a czar was created. Okay? So the, the concept of being a czar was introduced when Adam Arishain sinned with the eight sadas. Now, this is a secret, we once spoke about this many years ago, that Moshe Rabbeinu was on the madrego of Kosnasar with an ayin. That's why when he was born, the whole house was full of light. That's why when Moshe Rabbeinu did the Avodah in the first eight days of the inauguration of the Mishkan, what were his big day kuhuna? He don't need no big day kuhuna. His flesh is his big day kuhuna, like Adam Arishan before the Chait. He was Kosner so with the Aleph, like the Gemara says in Tainus. Beged Lavan, white garments, because his flesh itself was Kosner so with an Aleph. And we once said, about 13 years ago, that that's the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not in Parshas Tetzaveh. Why? Not, it wasn't the Genus of Moshe Rabbeinu. It was the Gadlus of Moshe. Parshas Tetzaveh is the Parsha about the Big Day Kahuna. Moshe doesn't need Big Day Kahuna. His flesh is his Big Day Kahuna. He doesn't, Parshas Tetzaveh is not Shaykh to Moshe Rabbeinu. Fine. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu is the epitome of Adam Rishon Kan Lechet. When he was born, the whole house is full of light. When he comes down from Harsinai, 
His face is shining. And that's why, what was he wearing? A mask. That's why only Moshe Rabbeinu wears a mask. Nobody else needs to wear one right now. Okay? Okay. Ha ha ha. Fine. So, um, Adam Harishan, on the other hand, he's a czar. He's disqualified. Comes the Nazir, and the Nazir separates himself from wine. So what's he trying to do? He's trying to be covered over, like Adam Arishan before the Chayit, he's trying to go against his taiva. The, which taiva? The taiva for wine. He's trying to retrace the steps of Adam Arishan. Adam Arishan succumbed to Yayin. So the Nazir is overcoming Yayin. So the Nazir is going back to the Madrega of Adam Arishan, Kaidem, the Chayit. So now he's on the Madrega of Kosnois R with an Aleph. And he becomes like a Kayin Gadol. Why? Because uh, he's like Adam Arishan Kaidim Lechet. Adam Arishan Kaidim Lechet never succumbed to Yayin. The Nazir is overcoming Yayin. And therefore, just like the Kayin Gadol can't be Metami, the Nazir also can't be Metami. So, friends, we've discovered three things. The Nazir has three Madregas. He's a king. What's, how's he a king? He wears a crown on his head. Who is he a king over? He's a king over his taiva. He's a melech. Number two, he's a kohen gadol. He can't be matami to any kroivim. How is he a kohen gadol? The Alshech says, by, by curbing his desire, he is elevated even above and beyond the kuhuna gadayla. What else is he? He's on the madrega of Adam Harishan Kaidim Lechet. Adam Harishan succumbed to Yayin. The Nazar is on the madrega of Adam Harishan Kaidim Lechet. Let's talk about Adam Harishan Kaidim Lechet. What was Adam Arishan Kainamachet? What did he do for a living? He sold used cars. He sold life insurance. What did he do for a living? Ira, what do you say? Adam Arishan? Yeah. I don't think he had it. I think God gave him everything. Right. He, he, did not, exactly, he did not sell used cars, right? So what did he do? So the Medrash Tanchuma says that God told him that just like I live upstairs, and I'm the king upstairs, you will live downstairs, and you'll be a melech over the tachtayim. So Adam Rishon was a melech. He was a king. He was a melech. You know what else Adam Rishon was? He was a kohen gadol. The Medrash Araba says that um, until Shevet Levi stepped up, the Bechoyrois did the Avoidah, and we learned that out from Adam Arishan. Adam Arishan was the Bukhar of the world, and he was Makar of a carbon. And Hashem accepted the carbon. And not only that, he wore Big Day Kahuna. Like it says, Vayas Hashem Elohim Adam Ula Ishtai Kasnais Ar Vayal Bishem. Says Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, how many words in that Pasuk? Eight words? Kenegad, the eight garments of Kahuna Gadayla. So interestingly, not only is the Nazir a king, not only is the Nazir a Kohen Gadol, not only is the Nazir on the Madrig of Adam Rishon Kaidim Lechet, but Adam Rishon Kaidim Lechet was a Melech, and Adam Rishon Kaidim Lechet was a Kohen Gadol. So here's the thing. Yaakov, you had a good Shavuos? Very good, right? It's beautiful. So Shavuos is a beautiful Yamtif. The only thing is, here's the problem. It's a very depressing Yamtif. Because what happened on Shavuos? Moses went up to Sinai, and God gave him the, the tablets. Yeah, the square tablets. 
And then Moshe Rabbeinu took them and he smashed the tablets to smithereens. So what are we left with after Shavuos? Nothing. We're left with broken tablets. What about the Torah? We don't have a Torah. In fact, remember the Gemara, we spoke about this the first night in Shavuos. The Gemara says that the, the girls would dance on Yom HaKippurim looking for a Shidduch. So the Gemara says, what happened on Yom Kippur that they're dancing on Yom Kippur? Says the Gemara, Yom Kippur is Kabbalah Satoira. Asach Sam Soifer, so then they should go dancing on Shavuos. Sam Soifer said, we can dancing on Shavuos. That wasn't Kabbalah Satoira. Moshe broke the Torah to smithereens. So Shavuos is the most depressing Yom Tif ever. Because think about it. You eat a lot of cheesecake. You're hoping you were Mechabal the Torah. And when the Yom Tif is over, hey, Yid, sorry to break the news, but whatever you got on Shavuos, Moshe shattered it. So now we're left with uh, a mess to clean up. Not only that, but you know, at Har Sinai, God gave us a lot of good gifts. What gifts did He give us? You know what He told us? V'atem tiuli mamleches koihanim. So what does mamleches mean? Sammy, what's a melech? A king. So God said, we're mamleches. We're kings. So God said, you know, I'm giving you the Torah. Al tikri charos. We all became free. We became kings. Beautiful. And what else did God tell us? God says, we're, we're koihanim. We're all koihanim. And then Moshe broke the luchais. And the crowns that we got on Harsinai, we figured, okay, we don't have a Torah, but at least we have crowns. God said, no, no, give me back the crowns. So God takes the crowns back. So we have no Torah. We have no crowns. We're not kings anymore. We're not Krehanim anymore. We're nothing. It's the most depressing. Wednesday night after Shavuos is the most depressing night of the year. No? It's terrible. What are you smiling for? Well, what exactly do you still have? Stop smiling. It's a, it's a, it's a very sorry time. We had a Yom Tif and we lost everything because we worshipped the gold cow. The cow... That's right, but Lamaisa, you know, look what happened after. Moshe didn't come back, and they started dancing with a cow, and they lost everything. So, so I think that the Yom needs to be mechazekas in the aftermath of the Yom Tov of Shavuos. Because he has to figure out... Now, not, not only that, not only did we, did we become kings at Har Sinai, not only did we, we become koihanim at Har Sinai, you know what else we got at Har Sinai? Ani omarti elokim atem. I said you'll be like gods, you would live forever. The Madrig of Kla Yisrael Har Sinai was the Madrig of Adam Arisha and Kaidim Achet. There's nobody going to die anymore. People would live forever. A guy went to the store to buy life insurance. Somebody told me, you're crazy. What are you buying life insurance for? You're not going to die. It's ridiculous. Why would you buy life insurance? So you're right. He made a mistake. He should have bought the policy. Because uh, right after that, they worshipped the eagle. But... So Klal Yisrael reached the Madrega of Ani Amarti Elohim Atem. I said you're going to be like God. So Klal Yisrael and Harsinai, they became kings, they became Koyhanim, and they reached the Madrega of Adam Arisha and Koydim Lechait. And then we sinned with the Egal, and we lost everything. So God said, don't worry. Don't be so despondent. I'm going to give you a way to get it all back. You know what the way is? The Parsha of Nazir 
Because when a person curbs their desire and lives with discipline and says, yes, 2020, the world has a lot of physical desire to offer, but I'm going to live with discipline. By the way, the Shloss says, don't make a mistake that if you eat something good, you're giving into taiva. It's not true. The body is a, is a machine. The body is like a donkey. It's like this. You have a soul. The soul is riding on a donkey. Now you need this donkey to hang around for about, hopefully, a hundred years or so. Now you've got to take care of the donkey, because if you don't take care of the donkey, you can't get from point A to point B. You don't take care of the donkey, you can't get to shul, and you can't take a little of an esrig, and you can't put on tefillin. So you've got to keep the donkey in a good mood. So if you can just feed the donkey grass, he's going to get grumpy. So sometimes you've got to give the donkey a treat or two, just to keep its spirits good. So that's what the body is. The body is a chamar. So you're going to feed the chamar, you're going to eat every night a hard-boiled egg and toast, you know, lots of luck getting that donkey through oil mazah. So you got to keep the donkey well-oiled. You know, you got to keep him in a good mood. So sometimes, you know, you're allowed to enjoy yourself. But there's a line. There's a line of demarcation. There's a certain point where you say, you know, that's indulgent. That's decadent. That's not necessary. The donkey will live and exist and function just fine without that. That ability to curb one's desires gives a person malchus, gives a person kahuna, and gives a person to a, it restores a person to an extent to the level of Adam Arishan Kaidam Lachet. So in the aftermath of Shavuos, when we lost, lost all the goodies of Harsinai, we lost the Madrega of, of Mamleches, we lost the Madrega of Kaihanim, we lost the Madrega of Adam Rishon Kaidam Lachet, Hashem says, don't sweat it. That's why I give you Parshas Nosai right after Shavuos. Parshas Nosai, Kinezer Eloikov, the crown of royalty, the crown of Kahuna, the Alshech says that's why the Nazar is not Matame, and it's literally by refraining from wine you reach the Madrega of Adam Kaidam Lachet. Whatever we lost on Harsinai, we get back through the principle of a little bit of precious. Here's the whopper. You ready for the whopper? Chazal say, Loma nismacha, parshas nazir leparshas soita, haroya soita bekokula, yazir atzmai min hayayin. Ready for this? This is worth the price of admission. Say, I want to say like this. Who is the soita? We're the Saita. Chazal say that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to get the Luchais, what did Kal Yisrael, what were they busy doing? They were worshipping the Egal. Aluva Kala Shezinsa Tachas HaChachopa. How desp- the most despicable thing in the world is a woman who at the Chuppah, she's Mizana under the Chuppah. That's what we did. We were under the canopy. We were under Sinai. And Moshe went up for a moment. God, so to speak, was with Moshe. And we were busy with the Egel. So you say, what? Klaus was like the Soita? You got it. When Moshe came down from our Sinai, he ground up the Egel. He gave it to us to drink. Rashi says, Neskavin lebodkom kesoita. We're the Soita. When were we the Soita? After Sinai. Matsoi Shavuos, you know what we, how we see ourselves? Like a soita. Because we, after Shavuos, we lost everything through the Chedo Ega. So one of the, maybe the deeper meaning. Haroya soita bekokula. 
Here you are. You're in the aftermath of Shavuos. And you say, what good is all of this? Because we lost it. We were a Saita. We were unfaithful to God. We worshipped the Ega. So we lost the Kahuna. We lost the Malchus. We lost the Madrig of other mission. So Hashem says, don't sweat it. That's why I give you Parshas Nasai right after. Because you think Klal lost all the Madrigos. There is a way to retrieve and to restore the Madregos that you acquired on Har Sinai, and that is the Indian of Nazir. Now, Bizman Hazah, the uh, concept of Nazir is not really applicable. There have been Nazirim, actually, in uh, the last hundred years, without getting into who they were. There, there were uh, Nazirim in Eretz Yisrael, but uh, nevertheless, the concept of it is very applicable, especially in our times when the Hanois and the Taivois that are available to us are in far greater proportion than they were ever available in world history. And if a person lives with a certain discipline and a person enjoys the pleasures of this world with with the boundary and with uh, a certain a measurement, the Mesura, then uh, one is able to acquire a certain Malchus, where one rules over their Taiva. One is able to achieve a certain level of Kedusha, of Kahuna, and a little bit to retrace and restore the Madrega of Adam Arishan Kaidam Lechet. So perhaps the Indian of Nazir is specifically in the aftermath of the Yamtif of Shavuos, when we sort of lost everything, we, so to speak, are analogous to that Saita, who we were unfaithful to Hashem, and through the parsha of Saita, we're able to bring back the Nezer, Eloikov, Aroishenu, and Bezus Hashem, restore all the great gifts that Hashem gave us on Sinai. Thanks everyone for coming. Stay tuned for future timing and location. Have a great night. Call to. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.